me. Episode 262. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome. Another edition of the show is with the Moist. That's right. I don't know what that means, but it's a thing. Uh, another edition of Heads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the uh, in the frightfully food time fun, you can one of many different ways. One of them is Twitter. Trent, tell them about that bad boy. Well, you just use the hashtag NetHeads. Be like longtime listener, Venator2000, friend of the program, Ash Williams, uh, five, four or five, six. Just use the hashtag NetHeads. Hashtag NetHeads. Join the conversation, even if it's after the fact. You know, we would be like, hey, you dummies, this is what you forgot to talk about. You got this part wrong. Remember this, you dummies? Use the hashtag NetHeads. Wait it, wait, wait, wait to sell it on the uh, on the positive upswing there, pal. Yeah, <laughs> I like or, that. Or to be like, oh my gosh, you dummies! I didn't even think about that. You're totally right. Wow, yeah, you dummies is the is the is yeah. the takeaway I'm getting here. We're just yeah, somebody's dumb in the transaction, folks. I don't know who well, it think, is. I think every, everyone's dumb. I think it's probably me, to be honest. Uh, also, if you want, you can uh, you can attempt to use uh, Skype. Good luck with that. NetHeads on air via Skype or uh, YakBet9020 or 866610Will or blah, blah, yickety, yah, yah. Welcome. Uh, hope you're uh, doing well. We're, we're, uh, we are amidst the, uh, the end of the Ragnarok weekend, Trent. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the weekend has been, uh, by all reports, apparently Ragnarokin for sure. The end of the end of all things Ragnarok. Yeah, but not necessarily. Although, uh, I gotta tell you, uh, quite the amusing Marvel flick, isn't it? Oh yes. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, yes, I'm they've not... it. It is. It is. It is the perfect. Um, it it is the Marvel equation. I'll, I'll say that. That's one way to put it. It's the, the Marvel yeah. equation. It's Marvel. It's all marveled out, huh? Yes, ab- absolutely. Um, also, uh, uh, what else has gone on? I guess the uh, the iPhone X has has been out in the wild now. Uh, yes. it's been released. Interesting story. I know somebody whose uh, father was getting an iPhone X. I did not, nor would I. And after he purchased the uh, the largest capacity one and excuse me, got the Apple Care and everything else, $1,500 out the door. Oh, ouch. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong, isn't that, isn't that a down payment on a car? I mean... that That is a really nice laptop computer. That, yeah, right? Why? Or, or, or an amazing desktop computer. Why? Why would you do that for, for the thing that is... Gosh. 
is your least functional uh, electronic device. I mean, honestly for, for, speaking. For, so for something that can fall in the toilet. Oh, good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that For me, that's always my biggest fear of, of, of mobile devices is we spend so much money on them. And and we still treat them as if they're they're you know Motorola razors or Nokia bricks. Well, now they're starting to uh, like I think all of the the phones since the iPhone seven or the iPhone seven plus since that they've all been uh, like dust and water resistant. So right, yes. you know you can you can go ahead and, and accidentally pee on it, Trent, and. and then you can cry like a little girl as you carry it over to the sink and then run a little more fresh water over it and hope yeah, that got all of sure. the, the PUA. And and then for safe measure, drop it in some a bowl of rice for a couple of days. <laughs> and then a bowl oh of alcohol God. just just to play it safe. Just to make sure. We don't know what's going to happen. The alcohol is going to evaporate faster anyway. Yeah, that's the uh, well, that's the point. I think that's pretty much all that. I think contact cleaner, uh, when you use it in a canned form, as I recently did, I think that, too, is something that, although it is a chemical cleaning solvent, it has a, just like alcohol, or alcohol is yep. heavily involved in there, you know, it has a very low evaporative temperature, so it, yep. it goes away quickly. Exactly. No, you're, you're exactly right, yeah. And gasoline, too. That's why I, I bathe in gasoline all the time, because I don't want to get mold on, on in my crevices. Oh well, I hadn't in my in my folds. I I hadn't even thought that that was an option that was available yeah. to people. Well, it's it's actually it's I'm pretty sure it's illegal because it all goes down the drain of my tub. But you know what? I I am I my my folds have never been cleaner. <laughs> but also conversely, they've never been quite as flammable as well. That's true. That's true. I have to I have to make sure to uh, walk bow legged because the friction between my thighs would just ignite. <laughs> And it would be a, a definite problem. Whole, whole new. Well, that just sounds awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, uh, Trent's window went away. That's okay. That's all right. We can uh, we can do this and slip that over there and and see if we can get him. I'm just gonna slip this over here, Trent. Don't don't mind me. You don't know, don't mind me fool, slipping. Fool, fool me once, shame on you. When I've heard that before, <laughs> just noticing how. How awfully disgusting and 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 just maltreated my background is. Just my room is just a mess down here. Oh, uh, maybe some of it's creeping into the audio because you're like choppy. You sound like oh. you're uh, like you, you, as as though your uh, your audio was being transmitted through the uh, the rear bicycle wheel with a uh, with some uh, you know baseball cards put in between the spokes so you could get that well, motorcycle noise going. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is one of my, you know, that's I you know, I never did that as a kid. This is vocal fry to a new level. Is that what it's called? Vocal fry, the uh there it's a trend amongst uh I don't know if it's amongst millennials or what, but you know, they kind of talk like this and then they oh. sing and then uh, and so and and it's like at that it's at a low level oh. and it's kind of a a grumbly sound, if you will. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Well, that's what your voice is doing all over the place right now. So so we got that going for us, so that's really sorry, nice. I, I'm sorry? It's okay. You know, that's one of those things that you 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 you, you have no responsibility uh, from it, Trent. No. You know, it's not like it's something you're doing. Uh, but that's okay. You know, the one thing that I will say, because you did bring up, like, you know, what your background is looking like, I, I got to say, um, yeah. 
you know, there is a reason why uh, there is a very finite framed amount of space going on behind me that's tightly yeah. well, decorated. And, yeah, and you're smart about it too cuz you you got it's dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm keeping it I'm keeping it low key so that way you really can't mm -hmm. take note of everything cuz I'll tell you it is uh quite literally a a, a disaster all around. Uh, first of all, the the um you know those uh those those nice pieces of of plastic you can put down on the ground uh in order to have underneath your office chair you know a pad to oh yes yeah the hard plastic i thought you were going all dexter on me and like no you know, no the no. Of plastic no, down. no no so when you dismember someone like the dna doesn't get soaked into the rug no 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 not a not a not a dexter style kill room that's not what i'm talking sure. about okay yeah no, I'm just talking about the kind of uh, things I guess where you're looking to preserve the carpet underneath the um, un underneath the rolling chair. Uh, and I got to tell you, uh, I unfortunately I have one of those, and I guess I, I got the wrong kind. Or you can't really use it in a spot where you have carpeting because uh, I've got this thing's got two monstrous holes, and quite literally, I think I'm stuck right now. I don't think I can oh, get out yeah, of where the, the where it gets. Yeah, it drops down in the hole of your chair does. Yeah, the, it's now down in the hole, and you know the yep. the plastic is bent all which ways, so it's just like gripping it in there. I I'm so you know it like send help when my family finally hears this. I guess is what I'm saying because <laughs> I can't get out of the desk now. Yeah, you're stuck. This yeah. is your life now. So I got that. This is this is me from from here on in. This is it. I'm gonna have to figure out how to deal with it when I soil myself and. Mm -hmm. I just don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you have a, you have a bucket in here? Mm, no. I have various coffee mugs, though. I guess we could sparse yeah. it out. I, I was going to say, just be judicial in, in, in your use. <laughs> I guess I guess this is one uh, wrong time to start drinking four cups of water. Oh, well. Yeah, uh-huh. Ah, these things happen. Anyway, uh, so it has been a really big weekend, kind of kind of like tech-wise, from, from the standpoint of the, uh, of the new iPhone X coming out and i don't know though i i, I just feel like I, i'm not going to be spending a lot of movie I, I, i'm not going to be spending a lot on a uh sorry i don't know why i said movie uh i'm not going to be spending a lot when it comes to um why am i completely derailing here it's like i fell into like a just a <laughs> you fell into uh, you fell into the hole i fell into a, a, underneath, underneath my chair yeah well yes. it's like between your audio and everything else it's 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 just <laughs> once again podcaster apologizes for the uh, quality of sound of his show. I literally, in order to avoid talking about this, which now too late I've opened the door, Trent. I've got like four different ground loop suppressors in line, yeah. different places throughout the studio because no matter what I do, I've got some uh, some ground loop issues going on. Sure, and, sure. And when that happens, you just get a horrible whine, no matter what. Like you've yeah. probably been hearing one. And you haven't been telling me now for a few no, weeks. No, huh? no, no. It sounds great to me. Oh, okay, yeah. Because from yeah. my end, it's just a, it's just a freaking terrifying mess. You know I'm what I mean? Sorry about that. It's okay. Oh God, this is so horrific right now, Trent. I don't know how to tell you this. Actually, I don't Should even I know. Should I call back? No, no, no. You're fine now. I just don't think that we're. Uh, I'm not sure we're getting audio from the caller PC. Oh, what? Oh, there Am I he not is coming in. You are now. You are. Uh, it's just a little terrifying for me because uh, Trent, you can't see it, but but it's Al, uh, previously known as Alan Youngstown, but he's running video. I can see him. You can't. 
You can keep looking at the screen as closely as you want, Trent. He's not going to show up. I know. I'm like squinting. I'm like, I, I swear he's not there. No, you, you can't see him, but I can. Hey, Al, how you doing, man? Great. How are you? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Is this, I'm starting, uh, Trent, I'm, I'm just worried now that we're going to start getting people that are like wanting to audition to sit in for your role. So now they're like showing how they can do video and yeah. <laughs> and how, because listen, sure. listen to Al's audio. It's like, hey, I'm doing great. How are yeah. you? And everything will go fine until he pulls like a chatterbait. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to see that. No, well, that's stuff I completely forgot about. I don't have the body for that, but believe me, if I could make money with it, you know I would. No, no, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, that's gross, sir. Um, I didn't mean that way, though. I just meant, like, you know, sitting in on the show, but uh, thanks for taking it to the cam level. I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, uh, Al, uh, how you doing, man? What's uh, what's going on? What brings you on the line today, and why does your headset have uh, red lights on it, more importantly? Um, I don't know. They were a gift, and they're expensive, so I should probably put them away. No, I don't think so, because uh, can you believe he's he's just using like a, I think it's a gamer headset in this case, uh, Trent. Well, sometimes those gamer headsets, you know, they, they're, they're, they've, they've gone a lot in the past 10 years. Oh, absolutely. Listen to him. You could almost co-host a show with this guy using yeah. this rig. How much how much useless crap is between our voices and our PCs in our case? I mean, you just like you just added a new sound interface in. Well, I I just streamlined. I'm no longer using a mixer at all. Wow. At all. Oh, hold on, we got to yeah. come back to that because there yeah. are also people wanting to know exactly what a ground loop is, and we'll come back to that as well. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but but Al, um, so so uh, anyway, thank you very much for giving us a call. Great. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Uh, was there a specific topic you wanted to address? Well, I went out to go see our Lord and Savior, Kevin Smith, live in Philadelphia this weekend. Yes, the Philly show. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about Hollywood Babylon or one of the Q&As? One of the Q&As. I could not get off of work for the Hollywood Babylon, unfortunately. But it was still fun. Well, that's sure. good. Well, uh, yeah, his Q&A shows are are fun as well if for no other reason just because uh it's just like it's an amazing sit down of of like 90 minutes of of a near inspirational quality stories in my opinion of, of three maybe four stories yeah that too uh, i went to the second show so it was closer to two and a half hours and was that uh and how that's many nice, that's smart and how many questions were asked at the q a seven at most oh wow oh, that's that's wow, high that's, that's a high average yeah, they they snuck in like three or four quick ones right at the end. But uh, sure. well, uh, what took up a big chunk of the night and the stories I had never heard before because I had heard a lot of what he led in with uh, some of the him and Jen stories, him and Harley. If you're a regular fan, you kind of know a lot of this yeah. stuff. But then someone else uh, asked him about. Uh, some George Carlin history, and he went on Ooh. a deep dive into uh, hooking up with George Carlin just before Dogma, his relationship with him in between Dogma and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and just absolutely lovely, and I was on my third drink out of the two-drink minimum, so it was just a great night. Well, that's good, man. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Uh, always love hearing people uh, getting to have a good time. I know that uh, I've been looking forward to 
the Philly shows um, for uh, Hollywood Babylon as well. So. Oh, they're they're mm-hmm. always a treat. Well, you know, it's it's uh, Ralph back in his hometown element. Yep. And... yep. D- d- despite being a Flyers fan, uh, he 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 knows he knows his audience, and he does play to them well there. Well, as well he should, because uh, he's one of the main reasons why they're there, right? I mean, he, yeah, well, he is it's the not, there. It's not as though Kev's a stranger to the town. He filmed Jersey no. Girl and uh, a couple of other things there. He uh, let no, off. Nuts. He let off with the story about his father, who they spent a lot of time in Philly together. Oh, see, so good time spent yeah. overall, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially where you know Red Red Bank is kind of that mid Southern Jersey side. It's just just across the river over there. I did not get the opportunity to get any cheesesteaks, though. <laughs> well, you know, priorities. You know, it, look, you laugh, Trent, but like seriously, even when I, the only thing I've done in relation to the city of Chicago is uh, is is uh, being in the airport. And yeah, I ordered Chicago style pizza in the airport just so I could say I had Chicago style pizza in Chicago. It doesn't matter what the quality was at that point. <laughs> so that's like me going to the to the uh, um, San Francisco airport and making sure I, I had some sourdough bread. Exactly. Yes, it's sure. right on point. Sure. So he didn't get the cheesesteak, which sucks. But hey, at least you got the experience. That's what's important. Um, at least that's my takeaway. Now, let me ask you this question. Um, kind of converging some topics we've kind of already hit on. Uh, but Go for me, it. I want to get I want to get Al's perspective on this one too because it's been a weird thing to see happen. So one of the things I have is I have a few uh, alerts. God, this is going to sound stalkerish, but uh, uh-uh. I have a few alerts set up, and one of them is is like a Kevin Smith alert. So it's Kevin Smith in the news, so I can know what kind of news is coming yeah. and going. You know, it's a yeah. it's it, absolutely positively for business reasons. I can justify it a hundred times. Still sure. sounds creepy as shit. Um, so, uh, one of them was a variety, was it a variety article or article in variety or yes. vanity fair? It was one or the other vanity fair, I think. And it's like, uh, his name was mentioned and I noticed it was in reference to a Thor article and I'm like, Oh, well they just dropped their review. Could it be related to that? And instead it was something else. It was Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself name dropping Kevin Smith <laughs> saying he had been listening to him on a podcast Mm-hmm. And it heard him like trashing, I think, the first Thor movies. And they're like, which is really weird to me because it is so rare to hear Kevin Smith trash anything these days. Yeah. And, He's and, super and positive. Respect, yeah. I don't, if, if, if I remember correctly, it wasn't a trashing. It was, a, oh, you know what would have been awesome? Or you, you mm-hmm. know what I would do? And then, and then, kind of explicating after that. I'll take your word for it, sir. I don't. Rem- I don't even remember, because generally, uh, Al brings up a very good point that that in general, if he doesn't have something nice to say, Kevin won't say anything at all. And it's tr- and, yeah, just and, let it go. Yeah, and but I think you're right. It was more in lines with, oh, well, you know, you could have done this or you could have done that, or they could have had a little more fun with it. And it's true. It's you know, this is. Uh, one of those things where they they were taking Thor in an interesting direction, but I think it was even that same Vanity Fair article that says that you know it was really important for Marvel at the time in uh, Age of Ultron for Thor to have his little cave vision about the Infinity Stones. And, yeah, and uh, then you could tell that creatively speaking, they went in a new direction. 
Because I think that's like something that's written off as in a piece of dialogue within the first two minutes of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, I went, I went looking for some Infinity Stones and and found one or two of them. Now I'm back. Well, and it's yeah, and it, it's it's interesting too because we don't know exactly how he ends up in that where he's at in that first scene, but he does say he followed a, a path of of death and destruction which led him there. Now, if there's, and, and then at the very end of the film, we see uh, something that he comes up to and you're like, oh, perhaps that was the path he was following of death and destruction. I don't know. No, oh, wow. I didn't even, I actually, I have no idea what you're talking about, but. Thanos. Um, I, I, I just don't know. If oh, was, oh like, gotcha. Uh, no. Following my, the Thanos thread prior. Good, good point. Very good point. Especially since it seems like Hela has become the goddess of death in that, in the story. But, you know, let's not get into Thor spoilers. That wasn't my point, and that's not what I meant. It was just <laughs> this amazing name drop of, of Chris Hemsworth uh, mentioning this. And not only that, but in, in some ways, like Kevin Smith having enough uh, of geek cred to where yeah. he's getting, like, ID'd in a positive manner for something he said and affecting change on this story, which, ironically, before this one was published... Uh, just uh, great reviews from he and Mark in, in regards to the Thor movie, right? So, yeah. from everything I've heard, yeah. And I'm not surprised either because I got to take in uh, what we do in the shadows, which is the director. Yes. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Trent, do you? Uh, uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. He. This was an amazing like documentary footage movie about. Oh, it's so good. Which which is getting a sequel now. Yeah, which uh, I'm excited to hear about. But it's it's this uh, basically it's an apartment of, of uh, vampires all sharing uh, a flat, and it's the story that evolves. And that sounds stupid, but it's played very very well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole story. It was great. Uh, and and now. Uh, from what I've learned of Thor Ragnarok, I can see some of the takeaways uh, that, you know, even that kind of sets up. Because there's a lot of that just very improvisational humor that just kind of feels like it's littered between us. Or, or oh, littered it, it, yeah. uh, just between it, everything. Especially the director's own dialogue uh, as he's playing Korg. Which is the um, big rock dude, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, which, which you know, was a creation of uh, Greg Pak in the uh, original World War Hulk, and then they went back and uh, retroactively said, oh, well, he's a Cronin, and we first saw Cronin in this episode of, or this issue of of Thor when the Cronins invaded Earth, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that's, that. it was it was a great way to blend uh, both stories of, of World War Hulk and the classic Ragnarok story. By the way, uh, hopping back to the to the point that was originally uh, made at hand, uh, Al, what was your reaction to seeing that uh, that Kevin Smith name drop within the uh, the Vanity Fair article? My reaction was meaningless and trite. Kevin's reaction on stage was joyous <laughs> and happy. Oh yeah, what did he talk about on on? Because he brought this up on stage. He yeah, he pulled out his phone and he he gushed about it and he. He did his usual rant on how he's happy to be alive in this time and day and age that we are bespoiled with comic sure, book sure, movies sure. and that Chris Hemsworth knows his name. He feels famous. No, <laughs> dude, I, I felt the exact same way 
for him. And it's like, oh my God, dude, Thor knows who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a moment. That's a moment and a half when you get to have, you know, something. You know, there may be a very small part of Joss Whedon's memory that may remember me as that annoying, annoying prick that knew about the spoilers for the final episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You know, I may still be in his mind somewhere as as will that fucking spoiler guy, which I am willing to accept because it means I'm still within Joss Whedon's brain. <laughs> right? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he sits in the dark and wonders, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Nick. He's sitting in the dark wondering, whatever happened to me? That's true. <laughs> true. It's a paradox. Uh, anyway, Al, did you uh, did you get a chance to Ragnarok? I did not. Um, are we past the point of talking about Stranger Things spoilers, though? Um, I don't uh, know, because that's I only... Just finished, yeah, I just finished episode six. Oh, look at that. Oh. So you are getting into... Wait, are you in the second season, though, Trent? Yes, of the second season. See, uh -huh. this is the confusing thing now with the uh, with the whole Netflix model, because you got to find out what season people are in. Because people could just be like, oh, well, you know, I just figured I'll finally watch it, so now they're actually finally watching season one. Excuse me, because I know I don't think I watched the first season of Stranger Things until probably closer to the fall which really worked in my favor in, in viewing it and in kind of enjoying the content. Yeah, but, I was the same way too. But, uh, you know, I like I remember when it dropped, it must have dropped earlier in the year, like April or May, because you were seeing lots of election-related joke memes involving the, the Christmas light alphabet wall kind right. of thing. You know, you'd see a lot of that, and, and I didn't know to put two and two together there. Uh, but I did finally see it, and I was blown away, and I thought it was great. Um, and, and now what, what Al's referring to is that Stranger Things Season 2 dropped uh, the 27th of October, so just enough time for you to be able to lose uh, all of the sleep that you'll need on the weekend before Halloween, so that's good. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And some people did that. You know, are you going to ask me if I had seen them all by the weekend's end, Trent? Maybe. It's a possibility. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing how you can squeeze in like 30 minutes of viewing time here and there is all I'm going to say, especially yeah. when you have a stupid iPad from the AT&T store that you shouldn't have picked up, you know, but, but, but as we established last week, it was such a good deal. You, you couldn't afford not to exactly, man. It would be like throwing money away in, yep. in one big lump instead of slowly letting it bleed away. Like I'm going to now. Exactly. You know? Um, but I, I will say that uh, without being spoilerish at all, I think there are certain elements of the second season of Stranger Things that are a natural extension of the first season. And so I like the things, creatively speaking, that I see that they're doing with the second season uh, because it wasn't like, well, now we got to make up some new shit. No, they literally said, okay, well, what could be the additional problems that could be happening? From and that's true and that's where we see it from like from the get-go um and and you know i uh I, I gotta say that i saw it once but i it's definitely one of those things now where you have to go back and re-watch it because uh i had to do that like this past week with the flash because i wasn't catching some of the finer details like the fact that uh, cisco was wearing a t-shirt 
that said hashtag and then the actual word for what the hashtag or number symbol is. So it was hashtag and that thing. So it would be like hashtag, hashtag. So, right. Know, so it's in a redundant logical loop or, or something ultra hip and clever kind of thing. You yeah. know, like tomato, tomato. Exactly. That's where I was going with it. So anyway, um, well, I'm sorry uh, you didn't get to Ragnarok, Al. Hopefully you'll be able to Ragnarok uh, next weekend. or Probably this next coming weekend. weekend, yeah. There we go. Yeah, well, you know, it's nice to give yourself some rewards. Set some short-term goals this week for yourself to achieve, and as long as you achieve those goals, then you can reward yourself with the Ragnarok at the end. I'm already re rewarded. I'm coming off of a weekend getaway. Oh, it's well, true. I, I was gonna say, like you, you, you had interstate travel for for this uh, weekend. Why do you? Oh, know, yeah. Why do you? Wait, hold on. Why do you know so much about what's going on in Al's life, dude? Well, just because he's Al in Youngstown. And Youngstown is in a different state than Philadelphia. Yeah. Stands to reason. I still. So he would have had. He would have had to have gone east and a little south to get there. I still don't know why you know that he has been doing anything. Well, he's just he's Al in Youngstown. What if I've been what have I been doing for the past five days, Trent? Well, I know you didn't go see Kevin Smith. Very good point. <laughs> you know I, I I could I ventured the same guess for you. You know, it's like well Exactly, I'm, exactly. So so there was no interstate travel for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. I don't know what happened. I just was no, I was just good. trying to clarify a point and <laughs> suddenly i'm the asshole whatever okay pal okay buddy boy uh anyway al anything else before we uh we we say goodbye for the night um no that's that's about everything i wanted to hit on you guys rock on hey have you, a good night you too sir really appreciate you uh reaching in uh reaching out and i'm glad that i happened to look at the furthest computer to my left to know that you were there uh because Honestly, I would have very easily missed the call, and I wouldn't want to hurt any feelings because it wouldn't have been intentional at all. Uh, no, that's cool. Really appreciate hearing from you, and hopefully we can all talk about Ragnarok and next weekend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, sir. Thank you very much. See you. Take it easy. Love. One it love. Easy. We also got to come up with a way to be able to display other people's video now when they're... See, it's True. always it's always the yeah. next freaking thing, Trent. First, it's... Yeah. First, it's okay. Well, let's find out the best way to integrate uh, Trent in. Now, suddenly, it's like, okay, well, now how are we going to show, uh, you know, if a caller calls in via video, how are we going to do that? And then, you know, it's like, oh, next thing you know, it's like, well, we got to bring in more phone lines. And then, you know, it's yeah. like, then we got to start, we got to start pushing the t-shirts more. We're not selling enough yeah, t-shirts. And I what know. about it's the just, hats? It's one thing after another. And then, and then, and then we've got to make sure that we, we're getting better on read ads, which I don't think is possible because you know what, Will? No. I don't think uh, we could ever have a better read than uh, those from the good folks at... Are you trying uh, to say I'm Loot Crate? Oh, I see. I'm trying to set you up oh. for the ad read. Oh, wow, man. Here I was just complaining about everybody else. And then, <laughs> you know, look at that. I just I just totally dropped the ball. <laughs> I knew it the whole time. Yeah. Trent, you knew. I, I got to tell you, speaking of Stranger Things and speaking of Loot Crate, uh, the last uh, Loot Crate was like uh, mythical or epic. I don't know what it was. But let me tell you the stuff that came in it. This one I love. It, it's a cute little kind of uh, manja or Ooh. such and such. 
stylized oh, eleven fun. and the uh, the the uh, what is it called the Demogorg- the Demogorgon. You know, it's that pivotal scene where she ends up banishing him. Isn't that? But yeah, isn't, it, isn't it adorable? Look at that. Yes. Uh, this yes. last crate was really cool. It had that, and it had like two other things that I really like. Oh, and also the T-shirt. They always have a T-shirt. Really cool. It was Ghostbusters, but they also stylized it with a little more '80s flair. And and ah. my wife saw it, and I tell you what, she stole it like that. Boom. Your wife. My wife took my my shirt. Take my wife, please. There's nothing I love more than bad Borat impressions. And they did. My wife. My um, wife. Anyway, um, uh, the coolest thing about Loot Crate is it's the the best gift you know is coming, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether you're gifting it to somebody else and you're getting it for yourself, uh, they got all kinds of different crates too. They got specialized crates. If you're uh, if you're more of a fashionable fashionista, they got loot wear. They got you like bigger stuff. They got loot crate DX. Uh, if you want to get fancy things for your little furries, then uh, they got loot pets. They got all these amazing things. So uh, just remember, every month that month's theme. Uh, expires the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time. So you'll always want to get your order in. And where can you do that? Real simple. Go to NetHeads. Or nope, don't do that. Where you want to do is you want to go to LootCrate.com forward slash NetHeads. Uh, get $3 off any subscription. Loot Crate, just treat yourself. Get yourself something nice. Get yourself the Loot Crate. LootCrate.com forward slash NetHeads. Get it for yourself. Get it for a friend. Just get it because you'll thank me for it. I promise because uh, I look forward to my crate every single month and someone you know or you will too. Mary, that, that would have been really smooth and cool if I had like picked up right when you when you pitched it to me. You Dude, know, it was like it's 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 all good. Not really. See, that's where that's where you can tell one of us at least played some level of sports in high school because you were like <laughs> You know, setting it up. Setting setting it up. It Here up. we go. Now we're going to we're going to pitch the ball over to Wilkins and fumble. Oh, <laughs> but one thing I do want to add. Yeah. Um. If if you if you want to be the coolest cat, either it be whether it be in the office or as an uncle or or whatever, get getting the gift of loot crate for Christmas. Come on, that it's it's the gift that keeps on giving year round. Very true. Very true. I always look forward to it. Got the holidays coming up as well. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's it, that. Yeah, it's one of those great gifts. Just you give it, and you you get to know you bring some joy in somebody's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 who doesn't want that? Me, I, I don't want joy in my life. No. <laughs> No, no, just, just, just those sadists. Look, when, when she was working and receiving, we just didn't get along. All right, so I don't want joy in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, joy, <laughs> and, and you know when I was working with, you know when I when I was dealing with joy, she was uh, taking care of all my uh, uh, travel uh, uh, authorization forms. So you know, it was, I, I'm I'm happy with joy. There you go. Well, that's uh, well. I'm glad to hear that, sir. I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so Trent, I, I think we've made it very clear, uh, and I'm not going to give you any grief over the fact that it took you months and months to see Spider-Man, but you've yeah. already seen the Ragnarok. So, yes. I, so I do have to ask the one inevitable question. Have you at least seen Spider-Man Homecoming yet? Yes. Okay, good. So you did decide I can't Ragnarok without seeing my without, Spider-Man exactly. Homecoming, yes. right? Yes. What did you think of the Homecoming? Loved it. 
loved it. It was great. It 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 made me sad, however, in that seeing the the beautiful collaboration between Disney Studios and Sony, knowing that my favorite one of my favorite Marvel properties will never benefit from such um, collaborative efforts. Uh, you mean like the Fantastic Four? That's exactly what I mean. Wow, yep. look at that. You know, that's how that's how you can tell we've been friends for a long time, Trent, mm-hmm. because I knew exactly mm-hmm. where you were going. You know, it's, it's true though. Like we we live in this world where where everyone can play in the sandbox and everyone has a good time and everyone uh can can make money in it, but for some reason people are worried about about uh you know about giving an inch. So instead, we don't get any any uh. Whereas Fantastic Four. Whereas Sony is just like, look at this, guys. We do none of the work. We're getting nothing yep. but. Money, it's gravy yep. just on top of gravy. It's like cheese on top of gravy on top of cheese on top of gravy is what it's like. It it, it kills me, especially after watching um Ragnarok and 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 seeing like these these beautiful space scenes. Um same thing with Guardians too. Like like they have they've got it dialed in as far as visual effects and everything goes. And I just wanna see that and I wanna see a silver surfer movie. Done well. And Marvel's the one to do it, but anyway, uh, Spider-Man. They did it right. They did it perfectly. Uh, I love, I love the blending of the two of of uh, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Comics, Ultimate Spider-Man, and then just uh, the regular Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, kind of being able to pick and choose from all the different parts to to give us something contemporary. And you um, notice, and, and you notice, they did give us little tidbits, little tidbits yep. of Miles Morales because it's like, well, his uncle, the Prowler, exactly, is, is played by Donald uh, Donald Glover. Don, Don Glover, yeah. And uh, it's uh, it, you know, the whole thing about that movie, I think, it, the, like I said, uh, it really sets us up for the experience the exact same way that he kind of has it. It, it they really do take that one mantra that. That Stanley said that where anyone could be under the mask, right? We could anyone yeah. could be Spider Man, and and they kind of do that because they give us this silly little video that Peter Parker puts together, and then it's suddenly like, and there's one moment where you can tell Stark is setting him up for okay, now I'm gonna tell the kids something. I need a minute with him, and they instantly cut to Peter's reaction. They don't even let us see that moment exactly, exactly because they're able to then spring it on us the same way that news was kind of to him and uh and it really puts us in peter's shoes even as the audience so when it came down to like setting me up just from the get-go at that point i'm like oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna love this movie i'm gonna love it and i'm going to i'm gonna watch it so much my wife within a very short amount of time is gonna ask me if i'm sick of it yet and i'm telling you trent yesterday was that day that was that was the day she asked me yes (laughs) <laughs> and what was your response nope not yet okay so so yeah so that so the, so the day in which you respond yes that may never come we don't know and i think they did a very great job of structuring the story in a way that that made the big reveal at the end so so logical and so obvious in the fact that they did it their best to completely separate those worlds yes uh it, it just threw me for a loop but the other thing that i love the uh, are the ways that upon seeing it more and more i i get a little more out of the experience that i was set up on like for example okay. when there's this big confrontation scene between peter parker and uh the vulture in a car right there's this entire dialogue that happens 
and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, you know, he, Peter's going up to this door now deciding what he's going to do. But it turns out later, because uh, the way you experience this movie is almost kind of in a similar way to the, some of the characters. He, right. you know, he sets us up for this. And so in my mind, he's walking through the doors and I'm thinking, you know, he's he's got to make this decision. But nah, he's already made the decision because the moment exactly. he starts going out into the fields, he's like, track my phone because he's already left it in the car. Yep. So it was just uh, it was just like that kind of even being able to redefine itself while I was watching it just uh, gave me a lot of uh, a lot of great feelings. It was just a really like I said, the, the movie was so they did such a great balance of Peter Parker to Spider-Man scenes that yep. uh, I was enduring an exceptionally hot movie theater and I was not moving. Well, and, and they did, in my opinion, they did a good job of of. Uh... My my biggest problem with with the the second uh, iteration uh, with and I forget the actor's name um, of Spider Man was that Andrew Peter Parker Garfield. Was, yes, Andrew the Andrew Garfield. Uh, Peter Parker was he was he was too cool. Like uh, a guy with with as much moxie and charisma and swagger uh, that 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 Peter Parker had would have no need to be a Spider Man. You know what I mean. <laughs> He could already that's, be that's, he could already be an underwear model and uh yeah totally he he would be exactly he he would be more like a like a Tony Stark protege at that point whereas you know the best the Peter Parker has always needed the mask to to make up for the 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 all the insecurities that he has as Peter Parker um that's why he can talk to girls as Spider-Man but not as Peter Parker. That's why his life is 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 chaotic as Peter Parker but he can pull things together as Spider-Man. It gives him that boost of of self-confidence that he normally doesn't have and I and I think they did a good job this time around of of showing that like he's just a kid figuring things out and this is this is you know a a shot in the arm of of what he's going through. Just little nuances too Trent like when they're uh, doing the sit-up things and and uh, when the gym teacher comes through and he's like, looking good, Parker, suddenly he starts to slow down and he winces a little because yes, he's exactly. like, oops, like, I'm exactly. doing a little too good than more good than I should be doing. Exactly. I mean, that's and that's a throwback to like very early uh, Ditko and. Uh, and Lee Spider-Man stories when he's when he's gonna box um, Flash and and Flash Thompson and he, you see the dialogue in his brain saying, well, I'm gonna have to pull my punches, otherwise people will figure out like that I'm I'm more than I'm letting on, um, and and that is that's the kind of stuff that that Peter Parker actually has to go through. Uh, Peter Parker would never dunk a basketball ever, like which he did in the in the Garfield series. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, definitely. Uh... A different uh, the thing that I like too that they did in the Marvel Marvel movie is that instead of just going to some regular high school, he's going to some specialized tech school that clearly he's gotten in on some type of of grant or or whatever based on you know his his obvious academic proficiency instead of yeah. just a regular high school. So now it makes a little more sense uh, right. why he could be a little more quirky and a little more advanced. But then uh, the other thing too that there've been a lot of, there's been a lot of chatter about uh, that I like about the way they may be going with the Marvel stories is the fact that basically they're setting Peter Parker up to be Tony Stark 2.0. Yeah. 
Right. Yes, which which makes a lot of sense because that's kind of the route they've gone currently with the comic books. Um, coming in after the Superior Spider-Man, where Doctor uh, Octavius had set up this this whole uh, tech empire that that he's now over, and we see him uh, going out and, and fighting crime along with Spider-Man. A nod to the original Iron Man, where Tony Stark's bodyguard was the Iron Man, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they do go in that direction. But it, at least it makes sense when you when you look at all the things that that uh, obviously Peter Parker can do. Uh, I love that they show him sneaking, working on his web fluid in in class. And the funniest part is, like, he has it, an experiment go bad, and you're thinking, oh, my God, he just can't leave that. But, hey, in two hours, it's going to dissolve anyway. It'll just dissolve anyway, exactly. So by the time anyone finds it, it's just going to be an empty beaker. Uh, yep. l- little things just making it very, uh, I don't know, little, they were, they were little, it was just so almost leave it to beaver back to the future kind of <laughs> 50s in a way with how cute it tells its story uh but also I, I don't know i i just found it it's so refreshing to to uh i think uh, either kevin or mark described it best where he's just he's the charlie brown of the marvel universe because he's always trying to do something and and just never quite getting it right Yes, it, it, exactly. And and for me, that's that's the Peter Parker part, right? And and that's that's the beauty of Marvel is their their story is the character behind the mask. Any like 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 we said, anyone can don the mask, but it's 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 whoever's behind it that that makes them unique. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you know that's it's what makes them special. Not really. It's it's <laughs> the person they are inside the mask that makes them special. But. Uh, I, I do say, I have to say that, that that car scene near the end was so amazing because uh, I think Mark Bernardin said it best. You've got three different actors, each of them in their own different movies. And and the funniest thing is that it's naturally only uh, the father of one of these other academic kids uh, that could, somebody that's within Parker's uh, periphery, if you will, Right, that could put two and two together because it's like, wait, the night of her party was the first time he showed up. Yep, and that was, uh, you know, if he just showed up, then uh, wait a second, and just so many more coincidences. It's like, oh, well, he's also on decathlon, but oh, you remember you, uh, you went out, and it's just like one little yeah. thing after another, and and at this point, he's the uh, vulture is the only one that could really figure out oh my god He's this kid yeah this kid is spider-man well you know not to mention uh, the hardcore not knowing how to look at him that parker does when he first you know it's that first reveal which by the way uh, that in itself was a marvelous misdirect because they are taking us into the cutesy john hughes underdog kid finally getting to go out with the cool girl movie yep. Yep. they're setting us up for that and then next thing you know the door opens and Oh look, it's 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 Tom, Tom's right there. It's uh, yep. This is not good. That's the vulture. He's her dad. Oh my gosh! And yep. I didn't see it because I'm racist, right? Aww. Aww. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, I don't. What? How else do you yeah, attribute you not putting yeah. two and two together in that one? Right? Come on. Right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, all that said, I- I'm glad to hear you enjoyed the movie. I I really oh, did. Yeah. Um, right down to the very final moment. Actually, the best part of it all 
really is the final um, post-credit scene in the movie because it's only fitting that that the Marvel completely trolled us with that. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, uh, well, and, and that and that's what I'm talking about. That's that's the fun part to to see these two uh, these two giants of the industry come together to to like give 100% fan service. Yeah, it was it was really fun. However, um I don't know. I could have done without that. I, at the time, it didn't help my life any bit because uh as I said, the movie theater was broiling hot and Emily <laughs> was dying to get out of there and I'm like, "No, no, no. Waiting, there's another waiting. there's another post-credit sequence." And then after it happens, she looks and goes, "Seriously, for that's that. what I had to wait for?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I have no words. I've got nothing I can gain." No credibility back here at all. It's right. just gone. You're right. <laughs> it was me, and I'm a horrible human being. Never mind. <laughs> uh, all that said, uh, you actually did get to see the Ragnarok this weekend. I huh? did. I did. Yeah. And, and what is your what's your general feeling of the Ragnarok? Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people say it was their favorite um, Marvel movie. Um, it's not mine, but that doesn't mean I didn't love it, and I didn't think it was it was a ton of fun. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Every time I see Mark Ruffalo, I can't help but thinking, oh, man, I wish that was Ed Norton. I just, I, I know he's notoriously hard, you know, or at least supposedly hard to work with, and that's why he was, wasn't asked to come back, blah, blah, blah. I just, I, I, I think he understood the Bruce Banner side of things better. Um, at least my interpretation of Bruce Banner. You know the uh, the in, from what I hear, uh, the interesting thing in this movie is it's actually far more Hulk than uh, Banner that you get. Definitely, definitely. Like, like it's it's almost as though there's almost just an intermission of Banner between Hulks, yes. if you will. Uh, uh, totally, totally agreed. Yeah, yeah. But but I think they they beautifully were able to. Um, to give a, a, a backstory for Hulk as to what was going on and not make it a Hulk movie. Do you know what I mean? They, well, they that's, still... that's one of the things. I don't know if, if you've caught it in the trades or the, or the, the stories uh, in the press in promoting the movie, um, which, yeah. by the way, uh, it seems to have paid off because I know it exceeded the box office they were they were looking to hit. So it didn't, it didn't slump and it didn't fail to deliver. Um, but uh, one of the things that, uh, where was I going with this? Banner. Um, what? Uh, that, that, it's, that it's a, a Thor movie with Hulk in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Feige was even saying that that's one of the things they talked about. I think it may have been in that same Vanity Fair article, too. Uh, yeah. That basically, uh, because of the way the universal uh, deal is for the rights on the Hulk, Hulk can't have his own standalone movie again unless they're involved. But he oh, can be an extra character. So now what's going to happen is basically I think okay. this movie and then the next two Infinity War movies are going uh -huh. to be there's going to be a B story that that the Hulk is going to be traveling through. So in okay. the subtext of those films are going to be this this uh, Hulk story that's going to be transpiring through all three. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So if they like dropped because I know there's more. Uh, Hulk being intelligent uh, slightly in this one, being able to communicate, right, right, and uh, and I think there was uh, like some speculation about how much 
uh, Banner is able to control being the Hulk or vice versa now. Right, yeah, which was a very pivotal point, you know, um, of, 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 of a hero's self-sacrifice for Banner within within Thor Ragnarok. I don't think that's giving away any spoilers. It's, it's, it's great, too, because I believe... Um, Usually, with uh, and and th- and throughout the the Incredible Hulk stories, there are different points at which uh, the Hulk has different forms of it or different uh, abilities of intelligence. Um, there are times when he's able, at least in the comic books, there are there are, there have been times when he's been able to pull from Banner's you know memories and and things that he knows. Um, I I like to think that in this, the longer that Thor is, or excuse me, that Hulk is Hulk, the more he develops and the more his motor school, motor skills and social skills develop. Um, and so that's why, you know, he was, he was that for so long that he was able to be more, more, uh, uh, what's the term? Cognizant. Affluent? Thank you. Yes. Not affluent. Um, yeah. More, 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 more. He was, the, he was the Hulk longer. So he got more money. I don't What yeah. is that what you're saying? <laughs> That makes no sense because that really ups the effects budget, you know. So less, less mal educated. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I, uh, I, I just know that uh, the there is uh, the feedback has been extremely positive, uh, both in the press and in the uh, the metacritics, as I like to call them, the people of the yeah. internet. Uh, good ratings on the tomatoes, freshness meter, thingamajig, and yeah. and, I, and I'm glad to hear it because you know, like honestly speaking. The first two Thor movies, I just didn't really kind of connect with. That's not to say there's anything that was necessarily wrong with them. You know, I right. was able to sit through them and I was able to be entertained by them. But uh, then when it came down to it, I don't know. I just never really kind of had anything invested in the stories. Uh, sure. Mainly sure. probably because it wasn't giving us enough insight into the one coolest part of the whole thing which is asgard and the whole you know uh all the different yep. battlefields and massive creatures and crazy right. shit man exactly and that's and that's why i feel like the second one did a little bit better than the others because it was more based in asgard but i want i want a thor film that if it has to be a prequel or whatever that's fine that is just strictly fantasy you know what I mean? That that falls under a fantasy genre, and and you've got him going around to different realms and fighting uh, frost giants and like going to like get armor from the from the the dwarves and like like that's that's the kind of Thor I want to see. And I think you're exactly right. Like, um, that's kind of what we all wanted, but whatevs. And dude, how many heavy metal album covers can oh, be derived from God. this movie? Well, and, and at the same time, I, I think are homaged as well. The, uh, even down to the statue of the Grandmaster, he's like holding a gun like this and standing, and there's the pretty lady like up around his leg just like this. It was, it was on top of it all, Mark Mothersborough, the uh, founder of uh, Devo and uh, current uh, uh, creative uh, mind involved with Yo Gabba Gabba, did the music for, for uh, Ragnarok. I did not know that. I did so not that's know why, that. Yeah, there's that. There's that very uh, synth-heavy uh, feel to a lot of the scoring. Uh, has a lot to do with that. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how we get from here to uh, Infinity War because uh, that's it now. There's nothing between the two. You've got yep. you've you've just got Infinity War coming next. So, you know how is how is the war going to come, my friend? I mean. You know, the question yeah. I'm dying to ask, 
Because I think we were down to the point where there was still two unrevealed Infinity Stones. And have did we see any new Infinity Stones at all in this um, one? No, no, I don't. I don't think we saw anything new. We saw where a couple of them were, and who probably has possession of them right now, which uh, makes me think, especially at the end of the film, um, if that is who I think it is that that they that comes upon them, that would be in, uh, the the easy way for Thanos to get his last two uh, missing uh, Infinity Infinity uh, Stones. Well, I know that uh, from the reports we're receiving about the San Diego Comic-Con trailer, and right. uh, which, uh, by the way, I think was also something that was hinted at. Uh, basically, if you want to see the Infinity War trailer, folks, it, you know, odds are it's going to be at the beginning of The Last Jedi uh, in theaters. That's where yes. you're going to see yep. it. Uh, but in that, what they, uh, what they showed, some of the footage that they said was present is the fact that Thor basically lands on the front of the, um, Milano, uh, on the windshield, if you will. And they, you know, and rockets like, you know, scrape them off, get it off of there. Uh, yeah. so, so they find him. So somehow between where you leave him in Ragnarok and that he is blown out and floating in space. Which, right. which, you know, it's a good thing he's a god because so far that makes him the only person that we know that can survive doing that. Well, aside from, from Ego, but he's gone now. Yeah, right. You know, poor Ego. We hardly knew you. We hardly knew him, man. Here's the thing, though, I, uh, th and I'm glad you brought up uh, Guardians. I feel that as a story, the Guardians is a better story. Oh, you mean as opposed to, you mean to Ragnarok. compared to the Ragnarok in it? Yeah, you know, as 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 far as like, um, you know, just just as a story goes and and uh, arc of character and this that and the other, I, I feel like, yeah, uh, Guardians Two is the better story. Here's what here's what I'm predicting. My reaction is going to be from Thor Ragnarok. It's going to be that, you know what? Uh, I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna like it better than the first two Thor movies for sure. And I'm and I'm more than than positive that when it comes right down to it, I'm probably gonna find it at the same uh, comedy level of Ant Man, with probably enough intergalacticness of it uh, as as the first uh, episode of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, <laughs> and, and just a level of of brevity along the Ant Man level that that we didn't get from the previous uh, Thor movies. Of course, yeah, but, but with without a doubt hands down the funniest uh thor movie there no no doubt about that and and i think a, and i wonder because there are a lot of a lot of almost like could be throwaway moments that you wonder if if were that they weren't ad-libbed by the by the actors that they're like you know what, let's, let's let's throw that in let's keep it let's roll with that well, kind of like a preview clip i saw where like after uh, basically the hulk uh, finally becomes banner again uh, like uh, Thor just keeps uh, making it's it's not a callback. He's just he thinks he's trying to keep Banner calm. Where he's saying, "Yeah, sun's looking kind of low. You know, it's a, yeah, don't yeah. worry, sun, sun's looking kind of sun low. The sun is setting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why do you keep saying that? Um, uh, there's there's a great uh, uh, it was when Mark Wade was doing a uh, a couple of years ago. He was doing a 
uh, Incredible Hulk. Uh, it was the Indestructible Hulk, and uh, they were they were basically Shield was using the Hulk like a bomb, so they would send him send Banner into a uh, a hostile situation, hit Hulk out, and then they'd have to like calm him down to to contain the 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 bomb. And at one point, they have a a truck full of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> that they dump on the Hulk to calm him down. So back and so I just keep on hoping like, like someone's just going to throw a puppy at him out of nowhere. So he can just like, Oh, puppy. Oh my gosh. That is the most adorable thing I've ever heard of. Oh, and, and it's great. Cause it's like a dump truck full of puppies. It's a Hulk load of puppies, Trent. Oh man, I'll have to screenshot that and, and put it up on Twitter this week. It, it is. It's it's a great panel. Did they? Um. By the way, do do you think they? Uh, is that uh, description accurate? Is it really just kind of like a just a little a little flavoring of Banner before uh, or between Hulk sessions, if yes. you will? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, it also gives a chance. While he is Banner, it explains where he's been, um, how he got there, uh, does develop the character of, of Banner slash Hulk along the way. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's definitely a Thor movie um, co-starring the Hulk. It's a it's a, it's a buddy. It's a road picture. It's a buddy. It's a buddy cop film. It's a <laughs> yes. It's a totally. it's, it's a it's a getting the gang back together that was never an original gang kind of thing. Yeah, in fact, they even they even they even called themselves a team with a name at one point. The Revengers. Well, the Revengers. I uh, I gotta say that it's it's I think it's nice that they kind of have these these palate cleanser independent films, and I think it is good that they're realizing that you can break free now of the of the comic book movie mold as well. I mean, that's one of the things that, that Captain America, um, uh, the Winter Soldier, really kind of brought to the table. When they came yeah. to us, like the first one was, a, the first Captain America movie was a very uh, period piece kind of film. I mean, totally. it, it, it took a lot of influence from, you know, kind of the... The, the Rocketeer. Yeah, exactly, uh, which was a previous work by the same director. Um, yep. And, but it was it, that's the kind of movie it was. But then with Winter Soldier, you had this this almost serious uh, espionage, spy espionage drama oh, yeah. movie. Yes, you know, and, and then uh, the same Civil well Civil War was just like another Avengers movie. That's all I can really make out. It, there. Yeah, it was. It totally was. Yeah. In, in many ways, I think somehow, and I don't know if it's possible based on when the films were released, but. In some ways, I almost think it was an apology for Age of Ultron as well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely something that seems to be shaping the rest of the, the world. Oh, wait. You know what? I'm wrong. I am completely wrong. Before the uh, before the Infinity War, we still got to go to Wakanda. Trent? Yes. Yeah, that is the next one. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So we got Black Panther coming out in like Correct. March or something. So... Yes. So okay. So I'm wrong. Thank goodness there is one more thing, but I think uh, I think one of the things I don't know what else could be important in Wakanda unless somehow they've got an Infinity Stone there too. Why are so many Infinity Stones on Earth? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> well, Earth Earth is is there there is a cosmic uh, draw, and that's why it, Earth has always been so important. And the, and the Watcher is here. 
um, watching things because uh, there is something cosmically uh, central about the placing, especially of the Earth 616 um, placement in, in, in reality. I used to really love watching the cosmically central channel. Uh, you know, the comedy <laughs> late at night would be a little bit better, a little uncensored. But, you know, still, you know, when, when Stephen Hawking goes on a bender, man, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's nice to see that they are able to to break out of, like, the expectations. I think the only movie out of all the ones we've seen recently that I, I didn't really have much of a connection to uh, or with uh, after the Thor movies was probably Doctor Strange because... I think that was the first time they really didn't give us enough of a reason to actually care about the main character because he starts out a prick and then his hands yeah. get screwed up and then he's more of a prick. So, you know, it's like, yeah. why do I want to care that he, oh, well, he, he may save all of mankind. Well, you know, someone else may do it too. You know what I'm saying? Why do I, why do yeah, I have I to completely throw it to Stephen Strange? Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I agree with you on that one. I, I love that movie. It had, it, it had its own set of problems, I think. Um, but that said, moving forward, uh, I really like what they're doing with Doctor Strange now. I uh, I have to say, Trent, I know people usually say that, that uh, everyone likes a little strange. But uh, I, I, see, I see what you did there. I hear I hear that in the Thor movie, they actually do a wonderful job uh, using uh, for a few brief moments. Uh, Doctor uh -huh. Strange uh -huh. as well. So uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, clearly there's been some time that has passed between his big uh, showdown and and accepting the position in New York and and totally. uh, and now because yes. uh, I hear it's there's a lot of hopping around. There is. Yeah. There is. And and here's here's the great thing though now bringing Doctor Strange into the the fold, you now have um you don't have to worry about getting places. Oh, good point. Good point. Cuz now you, somebody you know could I mean? be somewhere in an instant. Totally. Yep. Or in a exactly. moment or Yeah. It, it, you don't run into the problem of the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh! Which, right? Which apparently Jon Snow can can just you know get all the way around the world a couple of times in the time it takes one dead army to march like two miles. Actually, if you want to equate it to anything, Trent, here's what it is: at the beginning of the season, we got to see Sam uh, cleaning out all of the uh, uh, the honey pots, if you will. And and essentially, what they've done now is they've just they've they've taken out all the honey pot for us. Like, you know the uh, the boring shit, the day to day stuff. That's like all of that has taken out. Look, it took them six days to get from here to there, and in the meantime, everyone else was still trying to get from somewhere to somewhere else as well. So that and we just didn't show you that because nobody wants to see every time somebody gets up take a leak. You know, this isn't Big Brother. This is Game of Thrones. Sure, sure. sure. Right. So that, yeah, you know, that's just that's, exactly. that's my hot take. Uh, it is amazing how fast they suddenly start getting around, though, before, oh, because yes. in the first few seasons, it seemed like it took them forever to get places. Well, it, and that that that's the funny part, right? It, it took the um, uh, the the Targaryen army uh, like eight seasons to get one place. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, wasn't Arya Stark on the road uh, for, like, two seasons uh -huh. when, when they were caravanting or part of the caravan to Castle Black? I mean, that was, like, uh -huh. 
two seasons. Now suddenly it's like overnight they can get six leads. Yeah, he, he, yeah you can get to the uh, yeah, just whatever. It's fine. Don't worry. A about wizard it. did it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how the final season of that uh, shakes out as well because. It's kind of like, all right, so it's it's now it's a hurry up to the uh, to the finish line, and right. we are going to see what their rushed end game is, if you will. So, right. uh, but you know, we're not here to talk about Game of Thrones. That's just that's not my no. forte, um, especially mm-hmm. since you know, like uh, some of that that bigger uh, thinking stuff about who's related to who and. And who oh, yeah. who did that? Or we should have seen this uh, coming because of what Maggie the Toad said somewhere right. back in season three. I'm like, look, man, yeah. I, I don't leave that for comic book girl 19. She's got a great series on it. There you go. I guess so because I don't have time to track all this shit. I don't yeah. need to know what uh, the dragon has three heads. What? I don't know what you're saying. Don't you know? Let me. Well, the tar- it's, it's the sign of the Targaryens. Yes, I know, but and there were also the three dragons that she hatched, and I mean, correct. So does that yes. mean there has to? And then now, now, anyway, never mind. See, I'll, I'll, you'll get lost in in all the ins and outs of it. It is amazing how fast though they seem to have whittled it down to a few key characters in the final season compared to the yes. past, where it's like I just can't keep track of all of these people. It's like yes. no, they've 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 had no issue with killing people off. Finally, let's let's yeah. clear the clear well, and, the field and, and, a exactly. little. That's l- luckily it, the, the, that makes it a lot easier when everyone's dead. Yeah, but part of the thing that you have to think about, like you know, well, a wizard did it. Uh, you know, part of the thing that's kind of been happening now near the end of the season is a lot of things are being taken all on the word of the one the one kid that can't walk around. Yeah, he's yeah. just telling us all this stuff he saw. And, yeah. and, and like, everyone's going along with this? Because, oh. you know, if I try and call in sick on a Monday, my boss is pretty sure, you know, I've just got a case of I don't want to work Mondays, you know? <laughs> uh, so I, I don't think that you're going to be able to kind of pull this kind of stuff. That's well, just unless, me. Unless, unless you can, you know, tell him some, um, show, show him your clairvoyancy, then, yeah, you're probably right. And then a wizard did it. That's it. So that's that's why they're able to use this because clearly he's able to see these details that that now we need. So now exactly. we must believe him. Boy, that that sounds like a, a narrative we're kind of getting in the U.S. news now too. Never mind. Oh, this is all this is all cutting a little too close to home now, Trent. It, it went from fun to just depressing now. I got real. Yeah, a little little too real. Anyway, uh, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Trent, was there anything you also wanted to discuss and plug before we uh, wrap this bad boy up today? Nope, I, th- I think we've done enough. Uh, we, but we've uh, just to clarify on all the issues. Then uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, we definitely like that, right? Loved it. Thor: Ragnarok, you definitely like that. Loved it. Okay, there we go. So uh, things are things are trending in a good direction. Uh, what do you think yes. about the uh, the additional Star Wars trailer that dropped this week? Oh, which was uh, we got a, a better close up of these different AT-ATs, which I am very happy about. The slouchy ones, the ones that the yeah. They kind of have the, it, it looks like a, a Kevin Smith called them fat ats because they're just kind of like lumping along, but it's because it looks like they have a high impact shock absorption front or something like that. Yeah. In fact, yeah, there's, there's that, uh, 
pan uh, the, uh, I guess it's it's a tracking shot where it goes across the whole field of them walking and you see they have these much thicker legs now and and whether it is uh, an impact dampener or or something that would uh, I, I would assume a sort of stabilizer um, in case uh, like they get tied up they can still stay up by some means you know learning from their from their tripwire follies of the past. I don't know. <laughs> it's good to know some engineer is paying attention. They're like, well, you remember uh -huh. when they got us with cables? Cables of all yeah. things, I'm telling you. Yeah. Frederick, uh, why didn't we know about the no cables? <laughs> why didn't we think of this? Come on. Why, why, didn't we, why didn't we think? Well, if something can walk, it can be tripped. Nobody thought of this, guys? Come on. <laughs> why doesn't it just hover? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, well, there you go. Uh, I uh, I like uh, seeing Luke on the uh, on on the uh, in the, the Falcon in the Falcon again. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, I I think as usual, these previews that we're seeing, you know, they're they're doing once again just a wonderful job of not really giving us any information about the story in presenting yep. us just little tidbits, which of course. And that's fine. It's the best way to go as long as, and I, I got to tell you, Trent, I, I don't agree with this trend and, and we got to stop it. You got to stop showing me shit in trailers that just doesn't Ugh. make the final cut. Don't do it. Well, and, and don't, don't uh, show me uh, an F yeah moment in the trailer Thor Ragnarok for when uh, the Hulk is it makes his uh debut. Don't don't make that a huge part of the trailer. There's enough in there to show without without doing that. Oh, so you're saying that the way that uh, it's revealed in the movie, you think it would have been a little more beneficial if everyone had agreed, let's just leave the Hulk out of all the advertising and this is the little gem that happens. Yeah, yeah, or, or have the Hulk put the Hulk in it but not his not his reveal shot. Because the whole time you're just like, well, I've already seen this in the trailer, so I know what's going to happen. Yeah, good point. So you're saying just in that one moment, it kind of took you out of the moment. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was still excited for it, but it I, I can only imagine my response had I not seen it coming right then. Or, or, or had I not already seen it on a commercial. Completely understand, man. I completely understand. Yeah. But I'm glad to hear you dig the Ragnarok. Um, I'm glad to hear, I think, uh, they're giving us just enough in the Star Wars to enjoy it. Hopefully, uh, again, they don't show us anything that isn't in the final cut at this point. But, you know, they're they're probably cutting that bad boy right down to the wire again, just like uh, last yeah, time, sure. didn't they? For sure, yeah. <laughs> and I got a tickle I can't get rid of. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Greatly appreciated. Uh, if you want to follow uh, Trent on Twitter, he is, uh, uh, what are you? You are at a part of him. Part of him. Yep. Uh, I'm NetheadWW. The show's in the heads on air. And uh, until next time, we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Aww. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir. Only at Smodcast.com. I always love when uh, we're just trying to do something simple, like wrap up the show, and then next thing you know, um, I, you get that tickle in the back of your throat. doesn't matter what Ugh. you throw on top of it. 
It just won't go away. What causes that, Trent? Do you know? Yeah, well, it's usually a dick. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I don't think one of those is in play I, unless I'm not understanding what you're trying to tell me right now. <laughs> just saying. Oh, you wascally wabby, you. You're a bad boy. <laughs>